96. Ellie ain't going to take it anymore. We ain't going to take this anymore. Hey, listen, I heard on Anderson Cooper's show yesterday. Oh, big Anderson Cooper fan, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was talking about the GOPQ. The GOPQ? Is that like... Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, oh, yeah, Marjorie Taylor. Yeah, yeah. What do you you make of this? Well, that's their new poster child. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah. They have to have a poster child. Well, we had AOC. Come on. Yeah, well, we did. So they can have Marjorie Taylor. I'm okay with that. You know... You know, the media has become so predictable. I'll see your poster child, and I'll raise you. I'll raise you. <laughs> they had to have one, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's great. She's oh, yeah. great. She's awesome. I love the way she just gives it to them. Yeah. She's great. All right, so now, Reese, uh, there's a lot of talk about the uh, GOP. There's a lot of uh, reorg going on, and uh, I know you have a lot of uh, experience in this. I do. I've been around the barn a few times as the block, as they say. Um, yeah, it's coming up. It's actually going to be different this year. It's going to be held not in... Um, Local. One, one big meeting. It's like little meetings. It's a lot of little meetings, and that will culminate in one big meeting, the county convention that we always do, which as far as I know is going to progress in, in person like it always has. I haven't really heard definitively otherwise. I haven't really heard definitively at all. But, yeah, the meetings will start March 11, Liz. And for po- folks who don't understand it, there's you know they use the term reorg. Uh, Dream of Purdue has uh, been on my show um, there was a meeting last weekend that we talked about that I actually attended. Um, uh, oh, sort you of went a, to that one? Yeah, that informational meeting. What, that, what happened there? Was it It was informational. informational? It was informational. They just passed out information and explained kind of how the reorg process works. Um, mm-hmm. A gentleman by the name of Presley Stutz uh, from the upstate, from Greenville, uh, has launched a website, myscgop.com. To, oh, that's his? To, yeah, that's his, mm-hmm. that's his gig to inform folks about... The reorg process. As Didn't a matter he run for Greenville GOP chairman? I think so. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. Presley was Presley was down here. He was involved in the Upstate Tea Party Convention. He may be. He might even be the, like the the head honcho on mm-hmm. that effort. I'm not sure, but I met him through our own Magadon. Don Magadon <laughs> introduced me to Presley okay. Stutz um, because back. he's kind of the uh, Presley was kind of the the Magadon equivalent for the upstate. Mm-hmm. I have to ask because I don't yeah. know and I'm very confused. So which one is official, which one is not, or none of them official? I mean, uh, why does it seem my, like there's two reorg fighting things? Well, you know, yeah, that's the, what it seems the, like. the party has done some things that have alienated some people. And this is not new. You mentioned, you know, doing this before. A couple of state conventions back, there was a, there was a real, there were, I want to say there was a resistance movement from the upstate. Real conservatives launched a um, a resistance movement movement in the upstate. Uh, it happened uh, maybe more recently. There was a group from Anderson that had kind of a you know kind of. It's always kind of the tension in the party is between kind of the Barry Goldwater conservatives, Nick and the and the Nelson Rockefeller folks. But the Nelson sure. the Nelson Rockefeller folks are really kind of waning out. There's not many of those folks left. If you really want to be honest about it. Um, but, um, you know, I think there's a question, there's, there's always questions about access and openness and, and being transparent. You're always going to have people that make questions. I don't, you know, there's some things that have been said about, uh, you know, almost sound like conspiracy theories. I don't really view it as a, as a conspiracy theory. I think if you want to participate and, and, and you should, by the way, we say this all the time on, on my show, on your show, Liz, if you want to participate and you should participate, if there's ever been a time in our history where people need to be participating in the local political process, mm-hmm. and that's where it all starts. Right. And that's where you can participate. If you go to your local Republican Party meetings and start just showing up, I mean, I, they're not, 
I don't think anybody's going to run you out of the room. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never witnessed that necessarily, but you know, and but there's a learning curve. But you there is a learn learning curve, a hierarchy, yeah. and how things work. And sometimes you've shared this experience. You'll go to those meetings and you're like, I ain't got time for this. No, life's too short. Oh, I'm well, not, you know, people was, are screaming at each other. While and, I was talking about it, uh, uh, an Horry County councilman told me that that's why he doesn't go. <laughs> that's a council well, of it i'm hoping I'm, it. I'm hoping that things will change in the party mm-hmm. and the way things change in the party is people good common sense um open transparent folk who just want good intentions who just want good constitutional smaller government mm-hmm. that will do what it needs to do that will protect our borders protect our safety and and stay out of our hair otherwise mm-hmm. you know now we and, all agree on that yeah but what is it that we're not agreeing on why does it seem why do, why do we need a separate group well there you know there's the allegation i think somebody i'm trying to remember what it wasn't the lieutenant governor but you know there are folks out there who feel like the process is not open mm-hmm. and that they need to have their and i look i'm not disparaging them when i say that if presley want, presley has done a lot of good work mm-hmm. and and i know the um the chairman is going to run for re-election. I don't know. Maybe Presley is is uh, positioning himself uh, to run for the chair I, chair of SEGOP. You know, all ah. the local precinct meetings that mm-hmm. you have at uh, Reorg, and we need to remind people that it starts on March 11. That's where the first meeting, that'll be in North Myrtle Beach at the North Strand Rec Now, Center. you go to the one that your precinct is. Yeah, you have to find where, you know, which meeting mm-hmm. you go to. There's one in North Myrtle Beach. There's one at the Burgess uh, Scipio Lane Center for South Strand Precincts. There's one in Saucus T. Where do they find all that? Um, you know. Can they, are you, did you post it on your Facebook page? I will post it again on the Saturday Morning Coffee Facebook page. Okay, good. I think you can search for O'Ree County GOP. I mm-hmm. think you will find it. There's several places online. If you go, if you just Google O'Ree GOP, mm-hmm. you will eventually get to it. But if folks can't find it, yeah, I mean, I'll share it with you. So you, you can, can share go it on scvotes.gov. No, this is not scvotes. No, no, this but is... I'm saying to find your precinct because a lot of people oh, yeah, don't yes. know their precinct. To find your so precinct. The first yes. thing is you have yes. to go to scvotes.org to find, find your precinct. precinct. Then you look up your precinct and where the uh, reorganization meeting is. And I actually prefer the smaller meetings because yeah. the big meeting is just overwhelmed with noise and nonsense yeah and and so all those small meetings you go there and all the people from your neighborhood from Mm -hmm. your precinct the neighborhoods around your neighborhood you get together you elect somebody to represent your neighborhoods Mm -hmm. at the county level okay that so you're that what's called the county the precinct ec okay and then all the precinct dcs and the people who want to be delegates from your neighborhoods to Mm -hmm. the county convention you go and you meet at the county convention and you elect a new slate of officers Mm -hmm. or you know every couple of years when that's what we're doing at the county level so we'll have a new county gop chairperson Mm -hmm. we'll have a new county We'll have a new county EC because each county has an executive committee person who goes to the state mm-hmm. and represents O'Ree County at the uh, state executive committee. And that's how the party so people need to know is when they go to these, they have to ask the questions about what is the commitment level, where, when are the meetings they have to attend, what are their commitments? It, it is not a lot of heavy lifting to be okay. an EC from your precinct. You can, you know, there's typically meetings at least once a quarter sometimes they're more frequent okay but it's you know at most it's a it's a meeting a month mm-hmm. that you're committing to kind of 
kind of go to and, now, and stay up I have to, to ask you on. this question. Yeah. And you may have a comment on it. You may not. But we were talking to Tim, Tom Heron. He has a show here, Up yeah. With America. Up With America. Upwithamerica.org. You know him very well. Very uh, involved politically. And uh, he had mentioned, uh, I had mentioned this to him, that there was accusations that the state GOP was funding some postcard mailings for incumbents and basically picking winners and losers in the primaries. Oh, yeah. Now, there was a lot of question about that, and then that— Oh, yeah. I I think it was beyond accusations. I mean, I I got the postcards. Okay, so you you saw that they were— I saw the movie, yeah. Okay. All right. So were uh, you—do you want to comment on that? Well, I mean, I mean you, what, was I, it was it something Drew bad? McKissick, Drew McKissick, the state GOP mm-hmm. chair, is going to be on my show on Saturday. We're going to be talking about the Republican Party generally and where we, you know, where we're headed. Uh, but we'll also probably touch Are on. Are you going Reorg, to ask him about? But that? I will ask him about that. I, I, I would say the same thing. I disagree with that. I think that's wrong. I always view the party, Liz. When I was growing up, I thought the party was the way. It should the party should be open and inclusive because it should train people. Right. You should be able and to get involved in the party with primaries. Yeah. They should not pick winners and losers yeah. in the primary. The party should be open and it should encourage people to get involved in the process and and to participate because that and and you that's how you learn mm-hmm. how to be a part of politics mm-hmm. and to be a part of change. How to be a change agent in your precinct not in your victim. neighborhood. The mailer I wanted to see was the one with the three or four faces on it and who they are and a brief description. And there's their website if you want to go find out more. Yeah, about there them. you go. Yeah. Yeah. With nothing else, but yeah. here no these people are. Yeah. Right. Get why, didn't we, why didn't we see that? That should have been what was sent yeah. out. If the part if the part the party should not only not take sides in a primary, but it should actively recruit and support mm-hmm. people who are newcomers to politics. Okay. In my opinion, that is the purpose of the primary. If, uh, excuse me, of the party. If the party is acting like the incumbency protection society, then the party leadership needs to go. Okay, so here's my here's my thought in my head. Okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, the I, whole I purpose it. of the party, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm repeating no, myself, is to recruit people yes. into the system. I gotcha. And then to support those people who have the guts so that to run. Didn't, that didn't seem to happen. And that allowed for Congressman Tom Rice to get reelected. And that allowed for Tom Rice to vote against Trump because of what Drew McKissick and the, the GOP well, did by supporting Rice in the primary. Let, let's agree on this. Tom Rice has a huge advantage, just as any incumbent does, by, know, by virtue did, of the fact that he's an that incumbent. The GOP was regardless of what the GOP does. Okay. Yeah. But the GOP helped helped him along. Yeah. And did not support change. They supported status quo by okay. supporting Rice. Yeah. Now they uh, saw that Rice voted did the, did for the, the impeachment. Did the GOP actually officially support Rice in the GOP primary? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they were sending out mailers for incumbents. I didn't see one for Rice, but okay. I could be wrong. I, I could, could be wrong. wrong. I could be wrong. There I, were, I don't know. There were definitely local state house races mm-hmm. where there were where there were co-branded where there were co-branded mailers. All right, so yes. we'll, we'll we'll need to ask about that. Yeah. But here's the thing. So now Drew McKissick wants to run. He is again running again for chairman of yeah. the state party. He is running again, and he censured um, Tom Rice. Tom Rice. Okay. And now he's gotten the endorsement from Trump. Did you know that? I think I read that somewhere. Okay, so he got an endorsement from Trump, and Trump asked him, is anybody running against you? And he said, not that I know of. And and Trump said, well, let's keep it that way. In other words, you know, Mm -hmm. do the right thing and don't have anybody. Because otherwise, you know, Trump's going to have a hard time now. Now, So he's already gotten Trump's endorsement. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure the faction 
that is not happy with Drew McKissick because he was supportive of incumbents during the primary with their mailings that we all saw in our mailboxes. Mm -hmm. So the question becomes then, did their heads blow up when Trump endorsed Drew McKissick? And what are they going to do now when you have real Trump supporters coming out and and saying, hey, we want to be the, the state party because we don't feel the state party is supportive enough of Trump. Yeah. They didn't do enough for Trump. You know, it's really interesting. I would say when Trump first announced his candidacy, most of the sort of machine GOP in South Carolina. Nikki Haley. I don't, they were not Trump folks. Mm -mm. They were not Trump people. But, you know, I'm sure Drew McKissick has met Donald Trump along the way. And and to me, Donald Trump seems like the kind of guy that once he establishes a person, I don't know him personally, but Mm -hmm. once he establishes a personal relationship with Mm -hmm. you and and he feels a connection with you, I think that goes a a very long way in his book, Mm -hmm. you know? And so... I don't. Maybe he knows Presley too, but I don't know. See, I, it, I'm not even sure that anybody other than Drew has announced that he's running again. Mm-hmm. I've not seen any other indication from anybody that mm-hmm. they're actually running for GOP. But chair. there's a lot of yeah. like not uh, good feelings. There are not a lot of yeah. good feelings about Drew McKissick amongst that group, that my SCGOP group. Well, yeah, I, I mean, look, anytime you have a contested political office. There are going to be people who are going to look to figure out if there's a weakness and a line of argument that says we should replace this person. I mean, I think mm-hmm. that goes kind of well, without. A lot of people were not happy with their yeah. local primary um, oh, I that get happened that. in yeah, June. I get that. And it falls yeah. upon the leadership of the Horry County Party and the state party now. Yeah, it does. And I, and I think that was a mistake. Frankly, I wonder if the party would do all that again because they got a lot of pushback mm-hmm. on that. Um, as I said, my view of the party is the party should the, the, the party should be about recruiting people to get involved. Mm-hmm. And when somebody, Jeremy Halpin called in earlier, mm-hmm. when somebody like Jeremy Halpin, who's a newcomer to politics, um, puts his name out there. And, and look, you know this. You, you and I met on the campaign trail. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of work to mm-hmm. run for office. It takes a lot of money. And, and it, it is grueling, not just for the individual, but it is mm-hmm. a grueling experience for the family. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody has the, the cojones to mm-hmm. do that, and you see the party come out and, and sort of formally get behind an incumbent, that, that just that <laughs> so sort of, that sort of de- deflates the whole process, in mm-hmm. my opinion. That's yeah. just not what the party should be doing. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I have to ask you, because I ask you this all the time, and you hate it when I ask you, but when um, Nikki Haley endorsed you, yeah. When you were running uh, mm-hmm. for office, what was it, state representative? State Senate. Senate. Yeah. I always get that yeah, confused. I always, I'm sorry. Always, yes, and I hate it when you bring this up, I, but you I know, always do. I know. So, Nikki Haley, um, what did you ask for that endorsement, or did she No. Volu- I know, because I was like, oh, boy, that's a kiss of death. Yeah. Now, now the reason why she I— She actually asked me to run. Okay. They were the, Nikki Haley had a group that was okay. actively seeking go. out candidates, so— now, what's interesting is, you know, um, she's, you know, coming out now and saying that she's what, what do you make of her comments that Trump is not the leader of the party? Well, I think she needs to be very careful how she handles that. She's try, every Republican now is trying to thread a line between 
the party is bigger than Trump, which it mm-hmm. is. Frankly, mm-hmm. the, the party is bigger than any one person. Of the it the is. country, the nation, the con- this should be about the Constitution and protecting your rights and my rights and who is going to fight for us best. Yeah, but people vote but, for people. Oh, I know. That's but it's the people. <laughs> so, people somebody has to do the job. Right. Somebody's got to go to DC. Got to be the inspiration. Somebody's got to go to Columbia. Somebody's got to got to go to Conway and fight for your right to be free. Mm-hmm. Because if government is left unrestrained, mm-hmm. It's your freedom that's going to be taken away. Right. And so we have to elect freedom-loving individuals who understand the constitutional role of a limited, little-d democratic government in a free society. But there's a lot of those people, and there are very few who can actually get it done. That's the difference. We've got to start sending... That's a lot more of those people. Yeah, a lot more of those people to D.C. and to Columbia and mm-hmm. to Conway. But yeah, I think Nikki Haley probably got herself crossways with a lot of people, and mm-hmm. so if she wants to be successful in the future, that probably was not where she wants to be, and she's paying a price for that. Yeah. So is she absolutely. You know, so uh, would you endorse her if she was running for president? <laughs> you know, I have asked her to come on the show. I would love to talk to her. She'll never come on the show. Oh, I know. Until but, she's running. Yeah. When but, she's running, she'll come but up. She has I, have called, I have called her to, uh, to, I would love to talk to her. I'd love to talk to her about the, uh, you know, the conversation you just referenced. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've asked her to come on the program and, and, and talk about what her political goals are. Maybe she will. I also, when you talk to her, ask her why she bashed Trump uh, during her Republican response at, uh, during Obama's, uh, you know, response to Obama's State of the Union, yeah. this last one. I mean, I would say this, depending on, on who she's running against, I mean, never say never. I could certainly see a day where I might, uh, you know, she might be mm-hmm. my choice. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of water to flow under the bridge between now and 2024. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's put it that way. Not to quote Mitch McConnell, but yeah. yes. Um, it is 8.53. Catch uh, Reese Boyd uh, the third on Saturday mornings right here. Saturday morning coffee from uh, 7 to 9 a.m. Andy Jones. Andy, how do we say that wrong? Andy, Andy Hazel. Hazel of Edward Jones is coming up next. Thanks, Liz. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers will be back in a few on Talk 94.5.